We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen part at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. So should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. This is Kelsey Jones, Managing Editor of Search Engine Journal, and I'm here with today's Marketing Nerds podcast with my cousins, Madison and Marley Swart. Um, Madison is a sophomore at Ohio State, and Marley goes to high school in Olathe, where we live in Kansas City, and today we're going to talk about Generation Z which is basically a new term for anyone that is under the age of 21 right now. And it's just something that marketers are kind of starting to look at because Generation Z is actually a really influential age group because they're the first age group that actually grew up with the type of technology that we use every day, like the internet and social media. So I just wanted to talk to them and get their input on everything. So how are you guys doing today? Good, how are you? Good. Thanks for joining me. I know this isn't something you normally do. No, yeah. not really, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I know I sent you a couple questions, so we're just going to go through. So first, I just kind of wanted to ask you guys, when it comes to your phones, which I think you guys both have iPhones, what apps do you use the most? Well... I use um, Instagram probably the most of all of my apps, Um, and then um, probably a close second is actually my Ohio State app, Um, so I guess like for anyone it would be just like a school app, which I know I didn't use before I got to college, Um, but it has like my grades and stuff on it. Um, And then other than that, I use Google Maps a lot as well. Being in a new city, I didn't know my way around. Um, when I first moved here. So those are probably my top three. Um, And I would say, like, social media-wise, probably, like, um, Facebook and Instagram are probably the top two. Yeah, I use Instagram a lot and Twitter and Snapchat. And also I have this app. It's called Student View, and I use it for school. So I can just go on and see, like, what my grades are and, like, what – I'm missing or what I got on the test and like Matt said I use Google Maps a lot because I just started driving so um, just like getting places um, I use that a lot yeah that's awesome because when I went to high school and college we didn't have any app so that's really cool that um, schools have that now yeah a lot um, okay so you kind of talked about you know some of your favorite social media sites are there any other social media sites that you use on your phone or on the computer that you haven't mentioned? Um, I have my um, a blog that I do, and um, so I do that through Weedly, um, which is a pretty popular um, blog site, and it has an app that I have on my phone, but I can also access it through the computer as well, so I'm on that pretty frequently. Um, and I'd say that's prop- – oh, the, and Pinterest. I get on Pinterest a lot as well. Um, and those are, that's probably the only other things that I didn't mention before. Yeah, I use Pinterest a lot, too. Um, 
and I think YouTube I use a lot and Tumblr. Mostly, like, the only time that, like, I get on my computer to use something specific is probably, like, YouTube because it's, like, a bigger screen and it's easier to use. Yeah, that makes sense. So are there any social media sites that you think um, are outdated or that you and your friends don't really use? Or um, I know someone told me that a lot of college students only use Facebook for groups now, which is different than when I went to college. So, you know, are there any sites that you think are kind of losing popularity? Um, I would definitely say that, um, yeah, Facebook is definitely losing popularity because what you just said is pretty accurate. I only really get on Facebook um, for school-related stuff or to talk to, you know, relatives that I know wouldn't see my... I post pictures and stuff on Facebook just so that relatives who wouldn't see my stuff, like on Instagram and stuff, can see them. Um, but I'd say that that's probably the most outdated um, there was a time when Twitter looked like it was starting to kind of get outdated only because a bunch of parents were starting to get Twitter accounts. Um, <laughs> I, I know our dad, I know our dad has one. Um, yeah, he does. And, <laughs> and so, um, I think that that, I think that's kind of what, um, I guess makes kids think that something's outdated is when, once parents kind of start swooping in and getting really involved with a, social media app or site, then suddenly it's not really as usable anymore. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Sorry. Go ahead, Mark. It's okay. <laughs> but um, I would agree with that because I think pretty much what happens is, like, a social media site, like, it's really popular and everyone's into it, but the minute, like, your parents get on, no one wants to be on it anymore. Like, that's kind of, that's exactly what happened with Facebook. When I was younger, like, middle school, Facebook was, like, the thing that, like, everyone had and, like, everyone got on all the time. But now it's just, like, pretty much parents use it. Like, I almost never post on Facebook anymore. And if I do, it's just so that, like, my family will see the pictures I put on. Um, yeah. But now that, like, older people like my parents or, like, adults are getting Instagram and Twitter, I feel like that could definitely happen to those in the future because I feel like people my age are going to, like, just find another app to use that parents aren't on. Yeah. So are you guys mad that I um, taught my mom how to use Instagram? <laughs> no, I, I actually... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Marley. Oh, no, it's it was so funny because like she followed me and like now she like likes all my pictures, which I don't <laughs> really care about because I'm I just mostly be mad if like my mom got Instagram and she saw what I post because I know she like asked me about it. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it, I I think it's it's more of like when your own parent has one because like when other parents have one, then you know that they're just gonna like all your stuff and you look cooler because you have more likes, but whenever it's <laughs> yeah. your own parent, then they're just going to, like, interrogate you about everything. So, yeah, exactly. It's just different. Yeah, I get that. So kind of along those lines, um, do you think it's lame when companies try to interact with you guys or just with people in general on social media sites like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter? Do you 
like that or do you think it's just kind of dumb whenever brands you know like Nike or Under Armour or whatever if whenever they try to use social media I don't think so um the only thing that really bugs me is if it's like a brand that I haven't expressed interest in on that site um for example like I know Instagram does this it has promotional ads for um uh, brands or stores and stuff that I know I don't shop at, that I've never shopped at online. So I know it's just some random ad. Whereas like um, Facebook, if you go on and like something or like a page, then you'll get their notifications. So I feel like it's just kind of different. Like I would rather find, go out and like find a brand that I like and then like request to have their stuff sent to me rather than just having like, my feed blown up by brands and stores that I know I don't shop at and don't really care about. Yeah, like, if I like, like, a brand or something, I'll follow it. But, like, I hate, like, if I'm using Pandora or SoundCloud or even, like, Instagram where they have those promotional ads with, like, random stuff. Like, I just scroll right through it. I don't even look at it because I don't even really care. And then, like, on SoundCloud or Pandora... It's almost, like, kind of annoying to people. Like, you're almost, like, so annoyed that there's an ad that you probably don't even listen to it anyway. Right. Yeah, so you I just kind of tune it out. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, I feel like that, too. I feel like there's so many ads now, you just kind of tune it out and just act like, you don't see it and you barely notice it. But I think Facebook does a pretty good job of catering ads that at least are related to stuff you're interested in. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. So do you think there's any social media sites that companies shouldn't try to be on at all? Like I know Snapchat, which you guys have, and I have too, um, they're, they're starting to do stuff with advertisers and with events like for the Macy's day parade, they did, um, a snap story where it was basically live footage from the Snapchat team that was actually on the ground at the parade. And then they had a story that you could watch. Do you think mm-hmm. that's cool? Or do you think there's like any time where a company should just not be on a certain app at all? Um, I actually really enjoyed that because I think that they cover some really cool things. Like, I know that they covered the kite day in India, um, which I didn't even know that was a thing until I got on Snapchat that day and saw all of the uh, footage of it. So it's actually kind of um, opened my eyes to some different, like, cultural things that I don't think I would have realized before. Um, So I kind of think that's cool, but... Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent about it. Like, sometimes I'm, like, looking at it, and I just kind of scroll through. I know, like, it's kind of cool when they have the game day ones, and they, like, show all the teams, and they show all these people's Snapchat videos. Um, I know, like, when they had Fashion Week, they did that, which is pretty cool. But most of the time, I don't really even look at them. But I do think it's kind of cool, like, how they do that. Okay, sweet. Well, that's good to know. I think I really like when Snapchat does that. Um, I think they did one for Diwali, which is another Indian holiday. Yeah, and that was awesome. So I think Snapchat's probably the one social media site where 
you didn't really ask for it, but it's actually kind of cool to see it. Yeah. Right. Um, so are there any companies that you can just think of um, that you think do a good job with social media? Um, I know, like, um, for example, on um, Instagram, and this is a really um, small company, but I follow um, Natural Life which is a company and they just have like interiors and they do have some clothes and um, different stuff like that. But um, they, all of their stuff has the message of like um, inspiring girls and women to be happy. And so they um, use a lot of social media and I think they do it really tastefully um, um, because I can get a lot of like inspiration from them, like for artwork and stuff. But um I don't feel like I'm being, like, overwhelmed by their ads. Um, most of the companies that I like that do that on social media, I follow. And so, but I feel like most of the time when I see something, like a company, and I follow it, I, like, look at their stuff for a while. But then I feel like if they have, like, a good routine on posting, like, they don't post too much, like, just the right amount, it's fine. But if I feel like if they fill up my feed, then I eventually end up unfollowing them. Um, I know yeah. I follow Sigma. Sigma, like, has makeup and brushes, and I bought some of those. Or, like, sometimes they'll post stuff on Instagram, and, you know, you can see, like, deals they're having or if they're coming out with something else, um, which I like. But I feel like I do follow a company that sells, like, apparel for, like, competitive cheerleaders, and I know that they post, like, a lot of cool, like, tumbling videos that I like watching and stuff. I'd say, like, overall, like, as long as they're not, like, posting too much, then I think it can be, like, beneficial for me. Okay, cool. So I kind of want to switch gears a little bit and um, ask you guys about just how you use the internet and what you do online. So I went to a session at the with Ford at their digital summit they do in Detroit earlier this month, and they were talking about that um, the fact that Generation Z mainly accesses the internet from their tablet or from their um, phone. Well, I just wanted to ask you guys kind of if that's true, and whenever you're looking for something online, where do you go first? Um, I, it depends. Um, I think that, like, I'm probably a little different than, um, Marley. I don't, I don't know if this is true because, like, um, I always have my computer open because I'm always doing work and I, that was different for me when I was in high school versus now. Um, so I usually actually use, will use my computer first. Um, now if I'm not, around my computer, I'll use my phone, but I don't usually use, I have a uh, Kindle Fire, I don't have like a um, iPad or anything, um, so I'm not really a big tablet person, but I don't use my Kindle for any of that, I will most of the time use my computer, and if not, I'll use my phone, um, but if it's something that requires a lot of like research, I'll definitely like dig out my computer, because doing it on like a, such a small screen is kind of annoying. Oh, yeah, like, 
if I'm wanting to look for something or buy something, I almost never order it on my phone because I feel like, especially the whole, like, looking through everything, it's just way easier on your laptop. Um, like, I I never use my phone if I'm going to order something, especially, like, if you order something and you have to, like, put in all your shipping information. It's just easier on the computer. But if I'm looking for something... Specific, it's just way easier on your laptop, and and like where I go to like buy something or look for something, I just like Google it and go like to what pops up first, or like if it's specific, I'll go to the website directly. So whenever you want to find something, you usually always use Google. If you don't yeah, have yeah. a website, do you guys? Oh, ever- I always use Google. Yeah, that was my next question. Do you guys ever use Bing? No, never. I, I no, like, <laughs> I I absolutely hate Bing and because I don't know what happened to my computer, but at one point in time, like, Bing got set up as my automatic search engine, and it, it was driving me crazy. Like, it, I did not like how it was set. I didn't like how it was set up. I didn't like what it was pulling up, and so... I like it, I had to get it fixed right away because I just like how Google does things a lot better yeah. than things. So I honestly like I don't know anyone who like says yeah I like Bing better than Google. Like everyone uses Google. <laughs> like I know for sure. Like on a school computer when it's automatically on like Yahoo or Bing, like I will go to google dot google dot com because I don't like them at all. Like I just think Google's way easier to use. Yeah, me too. I agree. I think most people agree with you. I think um I read a study that Google um is the search engine for like almost seventy percent of all searches. Yeah, I I believe it. So Cool. Um, so another thing I wanted to ask you guys about, since our audience is mainly marketing and people that sell stuff online. Um, so I know when I'm looking to buy something, I usually go to Amazon first and I look at their reviews if it's a product or I'll go to the company's website and look at their reviews. Or if it's something that I think personally someone else has used, I will... Um, ask them about it. So do you guys kind of do that too? Like when you're looking to buy something, do you look at the online reviews and do you trust that more than what the company itself is saying about your, the product? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, you guys can understand this because you both know my dad, but if it's something my dad (laughs) knows about, I, I ask him first because he's usually pretty knowledgeable about like random stuff. Um, but if it's something that, like, he doesn't know about, I usually will ask my friends or, like, people that, um, have heard about it because, I mean, a company's not going to go on and say, like, oh, our computer's pretty good, but you could buy a better one. Um, and I, if I'm buying something, I always go to Amazon first because I'm just kind of an Amazon junkie and because I found time and time again, Amazon just kind of has the best prices. I've everywhere, and I've never really, like, ever had a problem with them. So, um, it like, when in doubt, I just go straight to Amazon. Um, and then if I don't like it, I'll just send it back, and it's never really an issue. So, those are kind of, like, my I, two main things. I know that, like, every time I bought I haven't got the review, the review first, it's been a mistake. I know, like, 
I bought this speaker. I was at like some thing and they had like a kiosk of like speakers and it was this brand. It's called like Yugo or whatever. And they were selling speakers for like a hundred dollars. And this lady, she was like talking up the product and it's Bluetooth. It's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Well, we ended up getting it because it was only like a hundred and I got it for Christmas. And after one day of using it, it started getting really staticky every time I played music on it. And then, yeah, I used it for a while, and then I looked at their reviews, and people were like, yeah, it keeps getting staticky. Like, I don't know why. Um, It's not very good and, like, all this stuff. So I definitely wished I would have looked at their reviews. Um, I know um, I like to look at, like, uh, curling irons and stuff. When I was at Ulta, I found one, and I, my mom was like, let's look it up. And then everyone was like, I hate this. It has these weird grip things on it that pull my hair out, and like all of you said the same thing. And I was legitimately like, I liked it, and I wanted to buy it. And then once I read their reviews, I was like, Yeah, no way. So I feel like I definitely like read their reviews before I make a big purchase like that because, like what Madison said, the company's not going to be like, Yeah, it does this. It's not very good. So yeah. like, I almost wouldn't even trust what they have to say sometimes. I would definitely look at what other people have to say about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so I have one more question for you guys before we wrap it up today. So um, I just, you know, thinking back to when I was in high school and college, um, I remember getting my first email address when I was, like, in sixth grade, but I didn't really even ever use email until I was – a freshman in college. And so because Generation Z is kind of the first um, age group that really, you know, grew up with the internet and phones, I just, you know, I wanted to get your take on it on what you think it would be like to not have a cell phone or texting or the internet, because I didn't even have my own cell phone till I was 16. And I didn't even text till I was 16, because it just didn't even exist. And so I just wanted to like hear what you guys thought about that. Well, I mean, I think a good example is um, over Christmas, I dropped um, my phone in a toilet and <laughs> didn't have a, didn't have a phone for a little less than a week, and it was horrible. I mean, I didn't even know like how to function, and um, I I'm a pretty good about not being connected all the time. Um, I mean, Marley can attest to that because I don't always respond to her. Um, so I, (laughs) I think that, um, it's definitely hard and I wasn't even in school. So I know that it would have been even harder had I been in school and needed my phone for, you know, emails. And, um, I know OSU's campus in particular is so big that our app has a map that you can, um, if you're going to like a new building that you don't know about yet, you could use it for that. So, I mean, there's just so many things that I wouldn't have um, been able to get access to. I wouldn't have had access to my um, debit card app or any of these things. So um, I think it definitely, like, we don't, I, it's kind of hard to imagine, like, how it, how it would be without these things um, until they're, they're gone. And I got a little taste of that. And, it, I mean, it was almost like you, I didn't know what to do with myself. So, um, I think we've definitely become very 
reliant on these things. It's like you were saying, like very different from um, like when you were um, Marley's age or my age. So, well, like even I think even my like. I'm a sophomore in high school, and I think even now it's different from when Madison was. Like, we have all of a sudden at school just, like, used technology so much, and it's changed so much. We do projects on the computer. We have we use this website called Edmodo, and teachers can create groups, and you can all go on there for their class. And then basically the teachers go on, they say, we're doing this today. They can put up, like, worksheets, homework you missed, uh, I know my math teacher puts up, like, keys for the homework. Um, so that's really helpful. I know that I get, like, text alerts from my teachers when they post stuff on Enmodo. Um, it's just I feel like at school I'm on the computer a lot. Like, we do a lot of stuff. I know at Olympia Northwest we have this thing. It's called BYOD, and it's called Bring Your Own Device, and we all get on the Wi-Fi, and we all... We definitely, like, use our phones a lot. I know for, like, discussions, there's this website we can go on and, like, post questions and they'll, like, pop up on the board. Like, we just use it all the time. Um, um, and so we we had um, BYOD um, was starting up when I was a senior. So I think that's a good example of, like, that kind of stuff was coming around, like, right when I was leaving high school. So... Okay, cool. I mean, yeah, I've never even heard of that BYOD before. And um, when I was going to high school, you couldn't even use your phone. Like, they they didn't want you to even have your phone with you. So it's cool that they've kind of embraced that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I know, like, at school it used to be this big thing, like, if you got caught with your phone, it was this huge deal, but, like, now it's, like, almost in some classes, I can be on my phone right in front of my teacher's faces. Like, they don't even care <laughs> most of the time. So, that's kind of funny. I know, I, I know that, like, in my high school, they just had, like, the Wi-Fi that they had just, like, kept you off of um, social media websites, and you could only get on to, like, um, you could only use the Wi-Fi or the Internet for, like, the school website. So I think yeah. that's kind of a way that they that they get around um, kids not just like being on their phones doing whatever they want. Uh, yeah, gotcha. and like they used to have all this stuff blocked, but like now they don't have like anything blocked. It's like you can get on pretty much anything anytime. And now schools are getting Wi-Fi, and like I know last year they didn't even have Wi-Fi at the school, but now they do. Hmm. Okay, cool. Well, thank you guys so much for talking with me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Um, again, this is Kelsey Jones, Managing Editor of Search Engine Journal, here with Madison and Marley Swart, my very own cousins and members of Generation Z. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.